from the WIA. This is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. WIA news for a week commencing November 22, 2009. Today's news is being brought to you by members of the Northwest Tasmania Amateur Television Group from the studio of VK7AX. It will be a hard act to follow the professional production presented by our newsreaders last week. However, we will do our best. Presenting the broadcast will be Susan, VK7LUV, on Education and Advancement of Amateur Radio Matters, Jim, VK7JH, with Intruder Watch and Enforcement Zone, Ron, VK7RN, with Worldwide Special Interest Groups and Rewind, Ivan, VK7XL, with some operational news, Neil VK7ZNX talking about our hams across Australia and Daniel VK7FDWB brings us up to speed with international news. All up and coming in this edition of News from the Wireless Institute of Australia for week commencing November 22, 2009. I'm Tony VK7AX. ABU Digital Radio Delegation visits Sydney and VK1WIA in DAB+. 20 radio delegates from 8 different countries visited Sydney this week as part of an Asia-Pacific Broadcasting Union digital radio delegation. The delegation was hosted by Commercial Radio Australia in collaboration with the ABU Technical Department and included representatives from MRTBN Mongolia, RTHK Hong Kong, RTB Brunei, VOV Vietnam, TBS Japan, LRN Laos, RTM and IPPPTAR Malaysia and MediaCorp Singapore. The ABU delegation is made up of senior executives in engineering, programming and management eager to understand how Australia made the transition to digital radio and follows visits in the past couple of months from Korean and Indonesian radio broadcasters. Joan Warner, Chief Executive Officer of Commercial Radio Australia, said Australia's successful DAB Plus has created a great deal of interest internationally. Creating interest in Australia last week on the DAB Plus platform in Brisbane was the highly successful transmission of the WIA National News and Q News. This was the edition read by current and past radio announcers, sort of talking back to the streets. Radio, or the wireless as we know it today, did evolve from radio amateurs, so last week's news formed the centrepiece of a special broadcast on TAB+, a digital channel in Brisbane, featuring the news of course, but also heaps and heaps of music with a radio communication theme. ABBA's SOS VK1WIA gave both CQ Serenade and CQ Boogie a play. There was Slim Dusty, Com and Grandad was a telegraphist. The tracks from the ham band Google, that's one it's well worth a surf, and what radio show would be worth its salt without commercial? Yes, plenty of plugs on how to become a ham and the WIA bookshop. Following on from that success, it is planned to do it again in 2010 for our centenary using VK100 WIA. If you are in Brisbane, look for TAB+. Or, if, shame shame, you have not yet purchased a digital radio, visit your local electronic store and ask them about digital radio. 
Click on the link on the WIA front page to see and hear a couple of video clips of the transmission. VK Jamboree, the 22nd Australian Jamboree is the biggest event on the Australian scouting calendar. With more WIA JOTA coordinator Bob Bristow, a VK6 POP. Over 12,000 scouts and leaders from around Australia and other countries will converge on Cataract Scout Park in January 2010 to take part in a two week long camp. The theme of the Jamboree is Test Your Limits and scouts will enjoy a wide variety of activities on and off site that will indeed test their limits. Amateur Radio has been part of Scout Jamborees for more than 50 years and this Jamboree will be no different with activities based around the purpose-built radio shack on site. The amateur radio activity at the Jamboree is being provided by the Fisher's Ghost Amateur Radio Club. WAL, VK2ZWK, tells me that they are providing several operating positions in the shack as well as activities and passive displays around the shack. The HF stations will operate around the JOTA frequencies. There will also be an IRLP node and APRS on site. Fisher's Ghost Club has secured the magnificent call sign Victor India 2 Alpha Juliet 2010 that's VI2 AJ2010 for the duration of the event. QSLs via the Bureau. As always, extra help would be appreciated. If you're able to help out either before the Jamboree or during the Jamboree as a day worker, your assistance would be welcome. Anyone working during the Jamboree must be able to comply with the New South Wales Working with Children's requirements and prior registration is required. If you don't know how to contact Fisher's Ghost Amateur Radio Club, contact me at Victor Kilo 6 Papa Oscar Papa at wia.org.au and I'll pass your inquiry on to WOL VK2ZWK. Australian of the Year the Australian of the Year Awards is a program of the National Australia Day Council with state and territory selection committees selecting four finalists in each category including the Senior Australian of the Year. President Michael of the WIA has more on that story plus another, again a story involving one of our own WIA directors and news readers. The Australian of the Year Awards is a program of the National Australia Day Council with state and territory selection committees selecting four finalists in each category. One of the categories is the Senior Australian of the Year. The awards recognise the individual's contribution to their community. The South Australian Committee selected an amateur, Tony Hutchison, VK5ZAI, as one of the four South Australian finalists in the senior category for his work as one of the nine approved satellite earth stations for the amateur radio on the International Space Station, ARIS program, and as Australian ARIS coordinator, organising the link-ups for schools to contact the amateurs on the International Space Station stimulating the interest of young people in science and technology. The national finalists were announced and the state finalists presented at an impressive ceremony on the 11th of November at the National Wine Centre in Adelaide in the presence of the Governor of South Australia and the Deputy Premier of South Australia. While Maggie Beer of 
television fame, went on as a national finalist from South Australia, the recognition of the contribution of amateur radio and of Tony to the community has delighted the WIA board. The WIA board has accepted with regret the resignation of Robert Broomhead, VK3KRB, VK3DN, as a director of the WIA, with effect from 31 December 2009. Robert, who has served as a director of the WIA since 8 November 2004, advised the board that he wished to resign after a five-year commitment. Robert has made a great contribution to the WIA, being responsible for the corporate look that we have adopted. He has looked after the IT side of our activities and he has been responsible for the incredibly successful annual meeting weekends that have become such a feature of the WIA. We are grateful that he will continue to assist the Centenary Committee and, of course, we have accepted his offer to continue as webmaster for the WIA website. The directors cannot adequately express their gratitude for all that Robert has done. It falls to the board to appoint a director for the balance of Robert's term, which ends at the AGM in 2011. We are giving consideration to this. Thank you. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Hams across Australia, I'm Neil, VK7 ZNX. VK1 RD Contest. Congratulations go to the team of operators who fired up the old CRARC shack at Farah for the last time during the RD contest. They put up a sterling effort resulting in a third place in the HF multi-op phone section. Camerites are wondering if the new shack will result in a first next year. RD contest manager Peter will join us to make the next first place overall announcement in the first broadcast of December. Stay tuned and you may be surprised. VK2. Pencils at the ready. Mark your calendars with two dates. December the 19th and November the 29th. November the 29th is the final trash and treasure at VK2 WI for the year. And December 19th, this is the West Lakes Club Chrissy Barbecue and get together. This is a family day and... Crazy cricket match is being organised by Jeff, VK2GL. VK3. The Central Victorian Radio Fest number three will be held in just 80 days. Interest is mounting about the biggest amateur radio event in Victoria. Major commercial traders have secured their traders' hall bookings. Second-hand sellers also taking up trestle table or car boot spaces. Eager to be a part of the Club Corner Precinct are the Centenary Celebrating Wireless Institute of Australia, CW Operators QRP Club and the Historical Radio Society of Australia. Other clubs and groups are expected to take advantage of this excellent promotional display and membership recruitment opportunity. The mini lecture program has a mystery presenter. 
about the end of amateur radio, how it does not have a future because of the internet, email, mobile phone, Skype and social media. On the same program, to provide a bit of balance, will be details of how a combined primary and secondary school is doing its bit to keep amateur radio alive. Check out the website www.radiofest.amateurradio.com.au Thanks Bruce, VK3 Triple F. It all sounds very interesting indeed. See you at the Central Victorian Radio Fest on Sunday the 14th of February at the Kyneton Racecourse just an hour from Melbourne, Ballarat and Bendigo. VK5. The VK5 TTY packet BBS will schedule to be decommissioned for operation on the 1st December 2009. Due to the changes and closures to the Adelaide Local Area Network LAN by SAPUG, VK5 TTY will no longer be able to properly fulfil its function in the South Australian packet network. As a result, the club will decide to shut down the VK5 TTY packet BBS. It is a shame that the second longest serving packet BBS in Adelaide will no longer be operational. However, due to the decline in the use and lack of interest in packet radio, they found it necessary for this decision. This does not mean VK5 TTY will be lost forever. The club has decided to convert the BBS over to a APRS iGate and Digipeter, meaning digital communications will still be operational from the site. The club would like to thank all the users for their continued support and patronage over the 20 years of operation. It was a great ride while it lasted, and it's hoped that the BBS was a valuable service for the years it was operational. Best wishes and many thanks via WIA National News for all the sysops that have ever operated VK5 TTY. Across Australia from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In South East Queensland, it can be heard on 438.575 VK4 RSS, IRLP node 6215, every Sunday at 0900 hours local time. I'm Jessica, VK4 FJAR. International news with thanks to RSGB, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, the ARRL Amateur Radio Newsline, NZ Art and the WW sources of the WIA. I'm Daniel, VK7 FDWB. Indonesia to launch Rescue Radio Hamsat. The Banama.com online newspaper reports that the Indonesian amateur radio organisation called Arari and the Indonesian National Institute of Aeronautic and Space plan to launch the ham radio bird next year. According to the website, the new ham radio bird will be used to expand that nation's ham radio communication network to remote districts. It went on to note that the satellite will play a major role in linking land, sea and air communications for rescue radio operations. The article also noted that ham radio operators from Arari had become the alternative communication tool. This during disasters like the tsunami in Aceh and the recent earthquake in Padang. Europe has a new PC for the elderly. A new desktop PC aimed at people over the age of 60 who are unfamiliar with personal computers and the internet has been unveiled in the United Kingdom. Called Simplicity, 
the simplified desktop has only six buttons directing users to basic tasks such as email and chat. The Simplicity computer has no login screen when it starts up, contains no drop down menus and comes preloaded with 17 VO tutorials. The operating system is a version of Linux that can be customised by users. So far the Simplicity computer is only available in Europe. According to the BBC story introducing it, more than 6 million people in the UK over the age of 65 have never used the internet, according to British government figures. If you're an American ham, chances are that your call sign was issued by the Federal Communications Commission. A no-brainer, right? Well, if you're an American ham who happens to be stationed at Guantanamo Bay or one of the US bases in the Antarctic, your call sign is not issued by the FCC. It is issued by the base commander. Guantanamo Bay uses the KG4 prefix. This block is reserved exclusively for American hams at Gitmo. As for Antarctica, the Antarctic Treaty signed in 1959 established the legal framework for the management of Antarctica, including allocation of amateur call signs. The National Science Foundation received their block on July the 1st, 1959. US military hams in Japan and Korea are also issued special call signs. Operational news, I'm Ivan, VK7XL. On-air contest column, Dateline, 2009. November 28-29, VK Spring, VHF, UHF Field Day. November 28-29, CQ Worldwide CW. Westlake's contest coordinator, Alan, VK2JED, has announced the winners from this year's Westlake's Cup, where logs submitted made this the best return to date. Topping the count in the advanced class was VK4ZD, while the foundation class was won by VK2FSBB. Congratulations to the winners as well as those who took part. Trophies have been sent and certificates are being prepared. Last month, after a gruelling selection process, the organisers of the 2010 World Radio Sport Team Championships, WRTC, selected the 44 team leaders who will compete in the event next year. These 44 team leaders, representing all six continents, have each chosen a partner. The rules state that while the leader's partner may be from a different call sign area, they must be from the same country as the leader. WRTC, held every few years, takes place during the 2010 IARU HF World Championships, July 10-11 and will be held just outside Moscow. Two radio amateurs from the Canary Islands will represent Africa at the WRTC. Team leader is well-known DXer Juan Hidalgo from Las Palmas. In 2006, at the event held in Brazil, Bernie van der Zewalt, ZS4TX, represented Africa. His teammate was N2IC. They were placed 26th. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio. I'm Susan, VK7LUV. ARCS. 
The date for the next ARCS Academy Foundation course is Saturday, February 20 and Sunday, February 21, 2010. This course will be conducted at Nunawadding. Please contact VK3ARK at wia.org.au to register. John VK3ARK asks, Please note the date of this course has been changed so as not to clash with the Healesville Hamfest. Registrations are also open for the regulations course which will be held over the weekend Saturday 27 March and Sunday 28 March and for the standard or advanced upgrade course over five Sundays April 25, May 2, May 9, May 16 with exams May 23rd. ARCS Academy would also like to hear from any club or group of amateurs who would like assistance with running education and training. And of course, we are always looking for people willing to give of their time to assist new people into our hobby and to help those who wish to upgrade their licences. Reg VK7KK, the REAST Learning Organiser, lets us know about the next REAST Foundation training and assessment sessions. The training sessions will be held on Monday 30th November and Tuesday the 1st December with the assessment session on Monday the 7th December. All sessions will take place in the REAST Queen's Domain Club rooms from 7pm to 10pm. Some participants may feel that they do not need to participate in the training program. They would then just need to attend the assessment evening. If there are candidates interested in standard or advanced assessments, they should also inquire. Reg can be contacted on 0417-391-607. Intruder Watch, Enforcement Zone. I'm Jim, VK7JH. From Hong Kong, Brett, VR2BG, has some disturbing news. It seems that here in VK, La Trobe University has over-the-horizon radars in VK7 as well as ZL's Southland and they have been heard operating on the 20 and 30 metre amateur bands. VR2BG went on to say they put 600 watts into each of 16 10 element log periodic Yagis and are used to observe the southern auroral circle. The Tasmanian radar has been operational since 1999 and the New Zealand one since 2005. NZART monitoring system has reported hearing both the Australian and New Zealand radars in amateur bands, confirmed with the real-time display of both, which is on the internet. It is not known how long they have been operating in amateur service allocations, contrary to licensed conditions. VK7YAD has Aurora BPL papers tabled in Parliament. The following story comes from Greg, VK7YAD, who states one clear issue with the conduct of Aurora and the commercial broadband over Powerline trial. And it seems most of the other BPL participants is actually getting into the formal record exactly what it was they got up to. As a result of several years investigation and assessment, one aspect of the Aurora BPL project in Mount Nelson has been documented and tabled to the Parliament record. Ofcom World Radio Communications Conference 2012 issues. The UK regulator Ofcom has published 
a consultation on the issues to be covered during the World Radio Communication Conference 2012. That's WRC 12. Among the questions in the consultation is Question 23. Should amateur radio be given an allocation in part of the band 415 to 526.5 kHz? And if so, where? Interesting reading indeed, and available on the Ofcom website. The National WIA broadcast is relayed from Rathmines Lake Macquarie by the VK2JJW IRLP Echolink node on 146475 on Sundays at both midday and 9pm. Hello world, this is VK2FA. I'm VK7 Romeo November, Ron, and we now take a look at our ham history in Rewind and a look at Rescue Radio and IOTA in our special interest group news. Firstly, IOTA. Amateurs wishing to claim IOTA credit for October 2009 contacts with C91VM whilst activating IOTA references AF061, AF066 and AF0888 should be aware that in response to the operator's current published QSL policy these three operations will not be accepted for IOTA accreditation. Clarification is awaited from the operator that a policy change will be made immediately to the effect that payment of five US dollars is not obligatory and that cards sent direct with sufficient return postage will be answered direct in a timely fashion. A prompt amendment to this policy notice on QRZ.com is therefore required if accreditation is to be reconsidered. Secondly, Rescue Radio, or as they say, Global Set, Global Simulated Emergency Test. This was held last Saturday the 14th of November and although no WIA station was advised to us at least one VK4 ham from the Sunshine Coast region was one of more than 200 stations taking part. Here in VK it said propagation was poor but one station, Maritime Mobile, off our coast proved a great relay vessel. The first global set was held in November 2006 and its participation has grown steadily since, due in part to the rules and procedures being available in Dutch, English, French, German, Italian, Polish, Portuguese and Spanish languages. GlobalSet provides an opportunity to demonstrate the provision of communications across national borders, test the emergency centre of activity frequencies, create practices for international emergency communications and the relaying of messages. Now, another unusual thing, she who must be obeyed. If you were thinking of saying thank you to your XYL for letting you play radio, how better to do it than by taking her out to lunch? You can do this in the safe company of other amateurs all doing the same thing or just plain celebrating at the Riverview Inn at Lower Sandy Bay, Hobart, on Saturday on the 12th of December. VK7's Weiss and South Group have booked the inn for sole use, so you are assured of pleasant company. Harmonics are welcome, as are non-licensed radio enthusiasts. Any amateurs visiting are equally invited. RSVP to any Weiss and South members or to Rod 
VK7TRF. That's Rod VK7TRF. Rewind. A look back in history. Bernie McCosker, VK2XBF, says the Taylor Centenary Reenactment Trust on December the 5th are holding a first flight reenactment. Taylor's first flight in Australian aviation history. George Taylor was before his time. He started the aviation industry, the first radio telegraphy station, the WIA became the first pilot, ran a competition to construct our first military aircraft and was a good all-round bloke. Commemorating his life with the centenary of his flight at Narrabeen on December the 5th at 9.59am will be appropriate. On the social scene as we leave the WA National News for this week. November 29, VK2, final trash and treasure at VK2WA for the year. 2010, January 4 to the 14th, VK2, Australian Scout Jamboree, Cataract Scout Park south of Sydney. January 2-4, VK2 again, Mid-North Coast Amateur Radio Group's Radio Expo 2010 at 8.30am, St John's Church Hall, McLean Street, Coffs Harbour. January the 30th, VK4, Bunya Mountains and District Amcom host, Ham and Wine Fest 2010 at McLagan. Well, that about wraps up the news for this week. The North West Tasmania ATV Group thanks the National WIA News Team for allowing us the privilege of being part of the broadcast. We look forward to perhaps repeating the procedure sometime in the future. On behalf of our club, this is Tony VK7AX saying 73s for now. And next week, VK3DN and his crew will be along with the National News. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.